0: buddhaṁ saranaṁ gacchāṁ mi dhammaṁ saranaṁ gacchāṁ ga sanghaṁ saranaṁ Sister Bhikkhuṇi dear friends in the Dhamma. This is our last talk for this retreat. Since it is the last talk, as well as some of you at least have a glimpse of Vipassana, I would like to talk on Vipassana today. For this Dhamma talk, our topic is what vipassana is or what is vipassana? What is vipassana? This is the uniqueness of Buddhism. This is the unique teaching of the Buddha. You cannot find vipassana in any other faith. If you try, that is just like you are trying to milk the cow from the horn, horn of the cow. You never get it. Vipassana means see through inside. When you have vipassana, when you have insight, you can see inside. So, vipassana means insight, penetration, oh, see-through, oh, cut-through. That's the meaning. If anyone has the vipassana in anyone has insight, he has the knowledge of three characteristics. What are the three characteristics? Three characteristics of existence of all things, all animate, Oh, inanimate things. What are the three characteristics? Impermanence, unsatisfactoriness, and soullessness. He who has this knowledge, this experience, has insight. So, insight means, really, it means, this is what one can see the three characteristics of existence. If one has the knowledge, the experience of at least one characteristics, suppose while you are practicing, you see something is changing. All the time it is changing. There is arising the nature of arising, nature of person. You see this. That is all right. That is what is called Vipassana. That is the first characteristics of the three. He who sees one sees the others also. characteristics of existence. So, vipassana, the term vipassana has two parts, vipassana, two parts, v is a prefix which denotes uh, divide, it means divide, separate or vivid, True this is the meaning, V means that. Pasana. Pasana means, Pasana or Pasati means see. So, see separately. See vividly. Dividedly. You see through. That is what Vipassana is. Not like a block. You see the change in nature of the object. You see the particles, subatomical particles. That is the meaning not as blocks. You can divide all, all things. You can see, when you see the people, sometimes you see not the people, but just skeleton-like. Or you see something, uh, you see where, uh, where there are the four elements. You see the uh, solidity, liquidity mobility heat you see this that is what is inside through inside you can see these things you can see this first of all you can see this within that is why we have to practice mindfulness of breathing mindfulness of body mindfulness of feelings, mindfulness of mind and mindfulness of dhamma so we practice sort of inside introversion, that is introversion uh, experience. We, we always try to see inside. So when we practice, we can understand these text. There are two definitions for insight, for vipassana. Vividena pascati vipassana. Vivida. vividha is vivid. You see vividly. That is what is vipassana. Vividly, vivide na passati vipassana. And the other one is visesa Pasati passati vipassana. Visesa, visesa is specially. You see something especially. When you see something especially, you see these three characteristics. The characteristics. Characteristics of impermanence, unsatisfactoriness, and soullessness. That is how we have to understand vipassana. In order to gain this, in order to develop this vipassana, what should be done? How should we get this vipassana? It is only through meditation, only through serenity serenity you have to practice serenity to uh, switch to insight without serenity you cannot practice insight you cannot gain insight you have to practice serenity at least for some 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 extent so when we practice mindfulness we practice, we practice develop our serenity and insight both. So the Buddha designed this very special uh, technique for meditation based on both serenity and insight. That technique is the Satipatthana technique, the mindfulness, establishments of mindfulness. As I think you can remember that we we discussed about the four establishments of mindfulness. That particular discourse from beginning to the end is both serenity and insight. Samatha vipassana. So he who is practicing serenity get a chance to practice, understand, develop insight. Eternity and Insight, both. This meditation, Insight meditation is, in other words, called uh, Wisdom meditation. Whether you call Insight meditation or Wisdom meditation, both the same. So, when you have Insight, you have Wisdom. Wisdom is Panya in Pali. Panya. Uh, The Buddha, in his first uh, first sermon, uh, the first sermon said, "Chakum udapadi, yana udapadi, panya udapadi, Vija udapadi, aloko udapadi. In me, chakum udapadi. Chaku is the vision of." The Dhamma, Chakku, that that vision is the three characteristics of existence. When the first disciple, venerable Kondanya, when he realized the Dhamma, he himself got this knowledge. That is, what, whatever is in the nature of arising, it is in the nature of perishing. That is the knowledge we gain whenever we have insight. Whatever is in the nature of, in the process of changing, it is in the process of, uh, it is arising and perishing, rising and perishing. So everything is in this task of changing. There is nothing permanent in the whole system of the universe. No permanent entity to be grasped as soul or self. That is the reality. That is what is impermanence. So when we have, in, uh, when we have insight, we have uh, wisdom. Wisdom and knowledge are two different things. Knowledge is not wisdom. We can get, gain knowledge through many sources. You can read, you can uh, you can watch TV, and you can listen to sermons and get, get knowledge. That is not wisdom. Wisdom arises only when your mind is calm. It is. Uh, it gets. It uh, wisdom arises in the, in the quiet mind. When you have calm mind, when you have developed mind, it arises in. It arises always together with mindfulness. That means where there is mindfulness, there is wisdom. When you are listening to radio or watching TV, you are not mindful. You just collect some data and uh, you fill up things eventually some sort of garbage. All this to be shunned. Otherwise we cannot cleanse this mind. So, when we practice mindfulness, we develop wisdom. As I said, mindfulness and wisdom go together. Where there is mindfulness, there is wisdom. So, whenever you practice mindfulness, you are practicing wisdom, too. That is through which we can cut through uh, the defilements. It is the way to, uh, it's the way for the complete eradication of defilements. In the time of the Buddha, there was a very tough, rough person, a devil-like person. He was called all a worker. It is according to the uh, literature. He was a devil. However, as he was such a quite cruel person, cruel person, he was called uh, devil. One day the Buddha visited him. By the time he was not there in his home, uh, then the Buddha got a seat uh, there. And then uh, after a while he came. When he came, he saw that the Buddha was sitting, sitting inside. Then he said Sramana. He calls the Buddha Shramana. Sramana means the monk. Get out, Samana, he said. So the Buddha obediently went out. And then he said, Come in, Samana. He got come in again. And again, the Buddha came in. Uh, being so humble, the Buddha came in. And then, he, second time, he said, Get out, Samana. Buddha went out. He again said, come in, Sramana. Buddha came in. For the third time he said the same thing. Buddha did the same thing. But then For the third time he, the Buddha came in. Now for the fourth time he said, get out, Sramana. Buddha said, no, I do not get out now. If you can do anything, do it. Buddha said, if you can do anything, do it. Then he said, well, I ask a question. If you can't answer this question, I'll take you by your feet and throw over the river Ganges. Then the Buddha said, friend, in the whole world system, there is none who can take me by my feet and throw over the river Ganges. But if you want to ask a question, to me. Then he asks, Kinsu da vittang Kinsu sucinnō sukama vahati Kinsu have sadhutarang rasanang pataṁ jīvīṁ jīvitamāhu shetthāṁ. Not only one question here, four questions he asked. He asked, kīnsu da Vittang purīsāsa shetthāṁ. What is the best wealth for man? kīnsu sūcīnnu sukāmā vahāti When acquire, when collect, what gives happiness? Kinsu suchinno sukama vahati. Kinsu have sadhutarang rasanang. Of all taste, what is the best? Kinsu have sadhutarang rasanang. Of all the taste, what is the best? Kinsu have sadhutarang rasanang. Katang jīvin jīvitamā husettāṁ. What is the best way of life? The Buddha said, the gittang purisa sasettang. The best wealth for man is conviction. Shaddha, confidence, conviction, confidence, you can use this word. Confidence, either confidence or conviction. Shaddha. It is not faith. Saddhi is The best wealth for man is uh, conviction, confidence. Dhamma, succinno, sukama, vahati. When acquired, Dhamma, Dhamma here means wholesome deeds. When acquired, wholesome deeds, and when do good deeds, more and more good deeds, it gives happiness. Dhammo suchinno sukama vahati. Satchang have sadhutaraṁ rasānaṁ of all taste Taste of truth is the best, Buddha said. And the final, the Buddha said, Panya jīvin jīvitamā Panya jīvin. What is Panya jīvin? Panya is wisdom. The life led, led by wisdom is the best life. That is how the Buddha emphasized the significance of Wisdom. Wisdom has, Wisdom is threefold. Wisdom is threefold. Sutta maya panya. Sutta panya. panya. Bhavana panya. Sutta maya panya means receive wisdom. We have received wisdom. That is what we gain knowledge, sort of knowledge through many sources. That is called receive wisdom. Sutta maya panya in Pali. Pali. Then the second one is Chinta maya panya. Cinta means thinking, recollection, thinking. Deeply you think and come to the conclusion. Ah, this is it. That is what is called... Chintamaya Panya. Uh, Reflective wisdom, you can say, reflective wisdom. Chintamaya Panya. And the third one is called Bhavanamaya Panya. Bhavana means meditation. That is the experiential wisdom. This is what we call insight. Experiential wisdom. You get this as an experience you experience the dhamma. That is the, uh, that is called bhavanamaya panya. So the Buddha emphasized this, the development of panya, development of wisdom. It is only through wisdom we can understand our defilements, Latin tendencies, all tense, we can understand only through wisdom. In order to develop wisdom, we have to practice. When we practice, the Buddha gave us the instruction, clear instructions. Buddha said once said, Kumbu pamang Kaya Mimang Viditva Nagarupamang chittamidaṁ tapetva yodetya maraṁ panya yudena jitaṁ ca rakke What is this? Kumbupamang kaya viditva Keep the body as a fragile pot. Keep the body. This is how you to practice. Keep the body as a fragile pot. Nagarupamam chitta midang tapetva. Keep the mind as a fortified city, well protected city. Nagarupamam chitta midang tapetva. Then yodeta marang Panya Panyayudena means the tool, the weapon of panya, weapon of wisdom. So hit the mara with the weapon of uh, panya wisdom. Mara here means defilements. So cut through, cut these defilements through the weapon of wisdom. That's the meaning. So wisdom, what is the opposite of wisdom? The opposite of wisdom is ignorance. Ignorance. What is igno- what ignorance means? Ignorance means not knowing the four noble truths. Ignorance means not knowing of the four noble truths. You know, when we recite the the formula of uh, the dependent origination, we recite it like avijja ignorance is avijja in pali avijja paccaya sankhara dependence on dependent on ignorance arises all formations, volitional formations that is how we start it starts avijja paccaya sankhara sankhara paccaya vinyanam, like that so all these formations volitional formations come to be because of ignorance. So once we develop our wisdom, we can cut off these uh, formations. Some people think that as this formula starts with the word ignorance, avijja, they think that avijja is the first cause. But in Buddhism, there is no first cause. Avidya itself comes to be because of some causes, some reasons. There are some reasons for the existence of Avidya, for the existence of uh, uh, ignorance. The cause of ignorance is five hindrances five hindrances, it is because of five hindrances that avijjā, the impen, uh, ignorance come to be. So if we develop our mind, if, if we develop our wisdom, then we, we can see, uh, see things as they are, where we have the knowledge of the four noble truths. Then we can get the results of Practicing vipassana. How we get the results of practicing vipassana? Avijja. If we have developed our wisdom, then we have no ignorance. If we have no ignorance, then there is no way. uh, There, there, there is no formations. Then formations comes to cease. When there is no formation, no consciousness, consciousness comes to cease. When there is no consciousness, there is no mentality and materiality. When there is no mentality and materiality, there are no six senses. When there are no six senses, there is no contact. When there is no contact, there is no feeling. When there is no feeling, there is no att- uh, craving. When there is no craving, there is no attachment. When there is no attachment, there is no existence. When there is no existence, there is no birth. When there is no birth, no aging. Death, sorrow, lamentation, pain, grief, all these gone. This is the result. This is the result of practicing vipassana. This is the way to cease birth. That is to come to the state of birthlessness. When there is no existence, there is no birth. That is the state of birthlessness. Where there is the state of birthlessness, there is the state of deathlessness. That is what is called Nibbana. That is the best result of practicing vipassana. This is the technique. Vipassana technique was rediscovered and revealed by the Buddha for this purpose. In the time of the Buddha, there was a, a Brahmin ascetic named Bhavari. He was a. He was. An 120 years old ascetic. He had 500 uh, disciples. Of them all, there were 16 prominent uh, disciples. This person, this ascetic, used to uh, perform sacrifices to propitiate the creator, God, the Brahma. One day, after his sacrifices, uh, he came back to his hermitage. When he came back to his hermitage, he so there was another uh, ascetic, Brahmin ascetic, was quite bad looking. Like his whole body was covered with dust and matted hair and reddish teeth. He was not like pleasant uh, looking. So, so he asked 500 gold golden coins from this ascetic. He As he was an ascetic he had no such thing. He said how can I give you 500 pieces of gold? I haven't got. Then this uh, guest ascetic said well when asked if you do not give me May your head split into seven within seven days. He cursed. That is how he cursed. Then this person got upset. This Bahamans, I Bavari, got upset. And he was displeased, disheartened, dismayed. He could do nothing. Was, he started to think what to do. Now within seven days, he thinks that within seven days, I had my uh, split into seven. with that fear, he started to think. Then there appeared uh, deity, one of his relatives from his previous lives. Now this time he came appeared there and said, "Don't worry. don't be afraid. He himself does not know what the head is. He himself does not know what splitting is. Therefore, this won't happen. Don't don't be worry. Don't don't worry of this. Don't be afraid of this. And then he asked, then who knows head and splitting? What is head? What is splitting? Splitting of the head. He the deity. He said, I also don't know. Only Buddha knows this. Then he asked, where the Buddha is then? Buddha is living far away place in a particular monastery. He said, better you go to, uh, go there and meet the Buddha and ask what the head is, what the splitting is, splitting of the head. As he was old person, 120 years old, he he, uh, thought it is better send some of his disciples. As he had the prominent 16 uh, students the disciples he asked them to go and meet the buddha and ask what is the, the meaning of head and the splitting of the head so before uh, now when they were asked to go there they wanted to know how to how to recognize the buddha as they have never seen the buddha so they wanted to know how to recognize the buddha This the Brahmin said, as you know the 32 characteristics, 32 features of the great man, when you go there, you can see the Buddha and you can recognize the Buddha. And further the teacher, this teacher instructed his disciples, when they go there, ask questions mentally, not verbally, not verbal questions. Go there and ask the quest, ask questions first verbally, uh, mentally. Mental questions. So mentally ask this. But mentally first ask, who is, who is our teacher? How old is he? How many disciples he has? Like this. Three questions ask first mentally. So they went there to meet the Buddha, and as they arrived, approached, they saw some other people in the hall. They sat some uh, in the hall, and they asked the questions. There was the uh, the one one student named Ajita. He asked questions first. He asked, "Who is our teacher?" The Buddha then said, your teacher is Bavari. So, there no person to ask question. Buddha simply answered. Buddha said something. All the old other people saw that, they heard that the Buddha answered to a question. No one uh, was there to ask the question. Then Buddha said, they asked, mentally they asked, how old is he? The Buddha said, he is one hundred twenty years old. Again, they ask, "How many disciples he has?" Your teacher has five hundred disciples. When this conversation sort of conversation is going on, the other people say, "What? What, what is this?" Finally, they ask, "The what is head is, and what is this?" Splitting means splitting of the head. When this question was put to the Buddha, Buddha said, head means ignorance. Head means ignorance, avijja. Splitting of the head is splitting of ignorance. That is how the Buddha uh, answered to this question. Where this same student uh, Ajita, he, then they all wanted to ask many questions. All the, all the sixteen wanted to ask questions. Ajita asked uh, this questions then. Kena suni utoloko Kena sunapakasati Kishabile Kinsu tasa This is in verses. Kena suniuto loko. Bante. Then the verse. With what the world is shrouded? World is covered. With what? This is the question. With what the world is covered? Kena suniuto loko. Kena Because of what? one can cannot see this because of what uh, why one cannot see this kenasunappakasati uh, kissabe lepanam brusi tell me with what the world is smeared Kinsutasa tassa what is the greatest fear to him here, friends, the word means, according to Buddhism, word means basically oneself, the person. The Buddha said this whole system of the world is within. So in this context, too, the world means the person. He asked, with what the world is covered, shrouded, covered? Why one one, one can't see it? With what the world is smeared? This person is smeared with what? And then, what is his greatest fear? These are the questions he asked. The Buddha answered, avijayani utoloko vevichāpa prakāsati japa vilepa namrūmi dukkāṁ tasa mahabhāyāṁ uh, avijjāya loko It is the avijjā, it is the ignorance through which the person is covered. We all are covered covered with ignorance. Ignorance is the worst thing. There is no beginning of ignorance. Once the Buddha said, Ito pubbe avijja nahosi atapacca sambhaveti One cannot say that it is from this day that ignorance came to be. Before that, no ignorance. Such thing cannot be said. No one can say that it is only from that day the ignorance came to be. In such a way, no beginning. You can't perceive the beginning of ignorance. So avijaya nyuto loku, the world, the person is covered with avija ignorance. Avijaya nyuto loku. Vevita Pamada Napakasati Devicha is stinginess. Pamada is unmindfulness. It is because of unmindfulness and stinginess that one cannot understand this, cannot see this. That one is covered with ignorance. One cannot see because of our unmindfulness and stinginess. Then Jappa LEPANAM Brumi. The Buddha said japa. Japa means craving. It is to craving that we all are smeared. The craving is all over. That is the meaning. This craving is all over the person. This five aggregates. Five aggregates are craving. Six bases are nothing but craving. Japa bilepanam bromi Dukkang tasa mahabhayam. The greatest fear to this person is suffering, dukkha. He again asks another question, another set of questions. Savante sabbadi sota sota nanking nivaranam sotanam naṃ saṃ sota raṃ rūṣi Savanti sabbhaji sotha bante, Venerable Sir, Streams flow everywhere. Streams flow everywhere, all over the streams. Savantisabhadi Sota Sotanang kin Nivaranang With what should one, uh, should one, uh, control this stream? Sotanang sangvarang Dusi Tell us what is the way to, uh, restrain, what is the way to control this stream kena sota pitiyari. How should one completely stop this uh, stream? How should one completely stop this, dried out this stream? Then Buddha said, yāni sota nilokasniṁ sati Sotanam Sangvaram Bruce Panya Itte ah. Yani Sotani Lokasmi Sota means streams, streams of craving. We have six types of craving, six types of streams. Craving. I craving, it is a stream. But the compared craving to a stream. Tanha, Nadi, Nadi is stream, Nadi means stream, river. So, craving of eye, uh, craving in eye, that is called eye craving, then ear craving, nose craving, tongue craving, body craving, and mind craving, six types of uh, cravings. So, this is what what we call all streams all streams means this is only these six, only six. These six, I mean, uh, six streams should be controlled, should be dried out, completely stopped, otherwise we cannot attain enlightenment. In order to stop this, we have to practice vipassana. We have to practice insight. So, craving in the eye should be ceased should be stopped in the eye the craving in the ear should be stopped in the ear craving in the nose should be stopped in the nose the craving in the tongue should be stopped in the tongue craving in the body should be stopped in the body then craving in the mind should be stopped in the mind so to stop this, the Buddha, Buddha said yāni-sotāni lokasming, whatever the streams in the world, in this person, sati tesang nivāranāṁ, to control. Control can be done only through sāti. What is sāti? Mindfulness. It is only through sāti, only through mindfulness. You see the importance of practice in mindfulness? It is only through mindfulness one can restrain, one can stop this, one can uh, cut off it, stop it. Satitesang nivāranāṁ sotānāṁ saṅvarāṁ bhūmī ete pithiyare In order to stop it, completely stop it, you to develop your panya wisdom only through panya the buddha said through uh mindfulness you can control it then you need wisdom to completely stop it stop the uh, stream of craving panya yete They are there there was another student, another disciple named Moga Raja. This, this is this is really the Vipassana. How Vipassana should be applied? He has This, these sixteen students are very intelligent persons. They, they are quite practiced. They, they know Dhamma. They, they are uh, eminent, prominent uh, students. So this person named Moga Raja, <coughs> the student named Mogaraja he asked, Katang lokang Avekantang machu rāja napasati. Bante, when, Bante, how should one see the world so that one is not seen by Mara? In other words, Bante, how should one see the world so that one would not die. That was the question. The Buddha said Sunyatu lokaṁ avekasu mog raja sada sato. Attaan ditting evaṁ evang machutarosia. Evang lokang avekantang machuraja napasati. So Buddha said, Sunyato lokang avekasu. See the world as empty. See the world as empty. If you want to prevent, if you want to escape from death, see the world as empty. Sunyato lokang avekasu, mogaraja. Sada, sato, be all the time mindful. Sada, sato, always be mindful. Sada, sato. Sato, sato, sati is here, again mindfulness. Be always be mindful. Sada, sato. Then, atta na jitting whatever the view of atta, self-view, whatever the self-view that you have, Uproot it. Uproot it. Aptan Evang machu in this way, in such a way, you can go beyond death, beyond mara. You can go beyond death. Aptan dhittin uhacha Evang machu Evang dokaṃ avekkhantang machu rāja If one sees the world in this way, he, the mara will not see him. That is the meaning. So here, friends, the word emptiness, see empty, see the world as empty, the Buddha said. See the world as empty. This term, you may, you might have heard this many times, many perhaps, sometimes you, we, we hear this, Whenever we go to uh, some, uh, say, Mahayana centers, they use this term, all the time they use this word, emptiness. This is emptiness, that is emptiness, 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 emptiness. But some people don't know what emptiness is. Emptiness, it does not mean that there is nothing. Emptiness means, we have to ask the questions. Emptiness with what? Emptiness with what? Is the question to be asked. Emptiness with permanent entity? Emptiness with satisfaction? Emptiness with soul? This is what is emptiness. According to Buddhism, this is what is emptiness. It is empty. No permanent entity. That is what is called empty. No entity. No permanent entity. No substance there. Everything is changing. Through our perverted view, distorted uh, perception, we see Permanent in, um, in, in impermanent. We see permanent things, we try to grasp permanent as in impermanent. We try to grasp satisfaction, satisfactory to unsatisfactory. We try to grasp soul to unsoul or non-self, Selflessness. It is because of our distorted perception, perverted view. But when we see clearly, when we develop our wisdom, develop our mindfulness, develop our insight, we can see that there is no such thing to be grasped as permanent. That is why it is called impermanent. Things are impermanent. As the Bhante mentioned, things are permanently impermanent, permanently impermanent. So, there, whatever we grasp, whatever we cling to, then it is unsatisfactory. So, whatever is in the nature of impermanent, it is in the nature of unsatisfactory. Whatever is in the nature of impermanent unsatisfactory, it is in the nature of soullessness. So if we grasp anything as mine, or oh, I am, O oh, myself, then there is suffering. If we do not grasp anything as mine, i am or myself then we don't want, we, we don't want to uh, suffer that is why buddha in many discourses said see things as they are to see things as they are we all have to practice mindfulness of uh, mindfulness and we all have to develop insight vipassana when we develop uh, develop vipassana, our uh, insight, we can see that things are not mine, this is not mine, this I am not, this is not myself. But it is the intrinsic nature of beings that we grasp things as this is mine. We always grasp things as this is mine, this I am, this is myself. Because we have no insight. If we have no insight, we grasp in such a way. So whenever we develop insight, we see things as they really are. Where we think, where we see that this is not mine, This I am not. This is not myself. And this is impermanent. This is unsatisfactory. This is soulless. Friends, this is the way to see. This is why we all have to practice mindfulness and insight. When we practice insight, vipassana, We can see this reality. When we see this reality, we do not want to cling to things in society. The purpose of practicing is to live in society peacefully, happily. If we see this truth, we do not cling to things. We do not, we do not cling to things as well as we do not uh, repulse from things, neither repulsion, no clinging, Well we can live happily, peacefully in this society and as the ultimate result we all can completely extirpate, completely cut off defilements and attain enlightenment as the highest result, the best result of practicing vipassana. That's all, practice, continue our practice so that we can live happily, peacefully and realize real peace real happiness of nibbana